Hi, and welcome to 20-something. I'm Dan, and today I'm joined with the LA baddie. I'm Danny. Danny Yoshinoya. Danny Yoshinoya. Morales. <laughs> Daniela Morales, yes. <laughs> Ooh, government name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well... I have been having such a great time with you in LA. Thank you so much for letting me visit you. I think just these moments of joy and just spending time with friends really brings back, brings me serotonin, mm-hmm. oxytocin, all those feel good. Chemicals. Chemical, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Aw, I totally agree. It's been a blast since you've been here. Um, and it's only been like maybe two days. Two days. It's just been a blast. We've made a, we really like seized the day. We seized the day. The past two days. <laughs> oh my God. And one of our days yesterday started off with us running like five miles in the morning. That was, that was fun. Um, I didn't, ex- I didn't know what to expect because I haven't ran in a minute, yeah. but I think we were, we really surprised ourselves. We really surprised ourselves. Might shock you. Yeah. I mean, we were running around our, like my city and just felt so special to kind of like share that moment with you. Um, we were like, we raw dogged it. We raw dogged it. <laughs> we were like, okay, no music. And we were just really taking it all in. And I think that, like I said earlier, you kind of inspired me to start running around my city more. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Did you discover anything about your, like, you know, like when you live in a place and like when you have a new eyes on it, just to kind of get a renewed sense of perspective? Yeah. I, I definitely do think, um, I have never, like, walked around certain areas that we even, like, ran through. and <laughs> Ran through. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it just, it made me just feel more appreciative that I can even run around my neighborhood. And um, there's some things I noticed, too, like the art. And yes. I was like, wait, this, this city is, like, beautiful, you know? Like, and I feel just so lucky to be able to, like, live in a city like this. Oh my gosh, I love it here. I love LA. <laughs> Dan LA era. <laughs> Danny and Dan in LA. Oh my god! Well, you've been from here, um, yeah. So me and Danny are gonna talk about one year out of college. Adult, you know, like I think growing up, part of our system puts us in school. Mm-hmm. We've been in school for like you know K through twelve, and then we both went to college. I went to Berkeley. You went to UCLA, mm-hmm. um, and so just kind of navigating through that one year. Yeah. It's just so different from like the structural structured system that we've gone through. Yeah, I think um, the biggest takeaway for me was, you know, we've spent almost our whole lives forming an identity, like an academic identity and just like centering our identities on um, academia. And after I graduated from college, I was like, well, now, you know, get to enter the workforce. And I had a moment, too, where I was like, wait. I'm like really rediscovering who I am outside of college or outside of um, just academia. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been so much fun. Um, I've had some moments where I did feel a little bit lost, but I luckily I always had like um, somebody to mentor me, just you know older friends who have gone through something that I've gone through, just graduating. And I think I'm still um, figuring it out, but it's it's just been a fun ride. Figuring it out, fun ride. I love mentors. I feel like they really, I don't know, just the supportive mentorship is so incredible. And I just want to say shout out to all the mentors I have. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. They, I, I wouldn't be who, um, who I am or like where I am without them really. Like just guidance is so important at this, in this era <laughs> of our lives. And 
I'm just extremely appreciative. I'm grateful for them. Hashtag grateful. <laughs> it's giving thanks. It's giving thanks. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh, my God. Um, so I want to ask you, because I know you've lived in Los Angeles for so much of your life. How has that shaped, you know, the life that you've had, mm-hmm. the career you want to take, your interests, just your life in general? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think growing up in L.A. really opened the doors for a culture, a really diverse culture. So it's like, this is the most, probably the most diverse place in in the country, I'd say. And yeah. with that comes um, music and community and like art. And just growing up, I was lucky to experience um, just different like music festivals. and Yeah, Queen of Coachella. <laughs> Queen of Coachella. <laughs> um, but that really shaped who I, like, why I wanted to work in the entertainment industry and watching a lot of movies too, like in recent years, kind of like married that love for um, like TV, film and music. And I think definitely like I'm a product of my like physical environment because of that. Um, but how about you? Yeah. Oh, not to that is like, I feel like LA is the place mm-hmm. for entertainment. It's, it's showbiz baby. It definitely is showbiz. It's showbiz. <laughs> Do they say that ever in like your? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> it's like very um, related to theater, but yeah. acting. So yeah. <laughs> oh my god, oh, I think that's so cool too. Like entertainment, like LA Z spot, and they think about it. It's like movies, shows, songs, like a lot of these things that come to shape our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, entertainment, like, really comes from LA. Like so much comes out of LA. Yeah, it's a big export. Hollywood. Big export, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, like all the movies that I think in Hollywood, um, movies are like the most American, like pop culture, pop cultural um, triggers. Not triggers. Like the, they're they're exported around the world, and most people can recognize like oh, like even my parents who are um, immigrants, right? They they their favorite like artist is Michael Jackson. Like, yes. so that's, like, very Hollywood-esque, and they love um, The Sopranos. Ooh, The Sopranos. <laughs> it's, like, very New York, but it's still, like, TV, you know? It's, it's very, yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. Um, for me, definitely a product of my environment, and just kind of sort of how the different places I've lived and the culture they've had has shaped the way I am conditioned and also <laughs> approach the world. Um, so I was... I grew up in the, I was born in the Philippines, you know, lived there. So I definitely have a huge connection to my culture and my identity as being Filipino. Mm-hmm. Um, then I immigrated to the U.S. And I think that also has its own sort of cultural identity as well that shaped my experiences growing up. Um, and then I lived in Texas for a bit. Yeehaw. <laughs> Honky tonk. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, Texas is cute. Yeah, I remember I saw you once with your cowboy boots on. I was like, wait. Oh, I mean, our Coachella moment with our yeah. cowboy boots. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so I went to Berkeley for college. I, you know, four years in the Bay Area. I think there's just, the values are very, it's still California. Very laid back, crunchy. You know <laughs> granola. I mean? Granola. <laughs> and I think Berkeley itself has like this known history of social movements so that's definitely shaped the way I look at the world and how I want to approach the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like social inequality or equality, social justice, uh, environmental like change and impact. Um, and also I feel like business and tech are pretty huge mm-hmm. in like the Bay Area, like Silicon Valley and stuff. 
Um, I don't work in tech, but I think there's sort of like an interest there right now. Um, but I do love my current industry within like apparel and retail. I originally wanted to go into it because, you know, what I learned from Berkeley was these ideas of like sustainability and social justice. And I thought just like taking that angle and towards like a really, you know, the second most polluting industry in the globe, which is apparel and fashion, kind of shaped the way I wanted to approach, the way I wanted to change the world and make my own impact as well. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> You're so inspiring. Oh my God. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, and I definitely, I feel like California is such a vibe with like music, art, just like these things that make society, society mm-hmm. and understanding just like the culture that exists within a space. I think Oakland itself is super diverse, like just a celebration of black joy and history and culture. And I think San Francisco has, you know, there's a huge Filipino population um, as well as just like queer, mm-hmm. queer, trans, LGBTQ plus uh, history that I've learned so much as well. Wow. Yeah. I really, I really agree with um, just kind of everything you said with San Francisco being just so welcome to, you know, historically minority populations and just outcasts in a way the punk um, rocks the punk rock queens the punk rock queens. Um, i've always just felt so like welcome there um and i know that like i've visited a couple times and i've just the energy there is really special yeah yeah i'm really appreciative for the times i get to go up there and like visit y'all and just hang out it's it's a really special place like yeah all the songs about san francisco, san francisco. Um, the communities that make san francisco it's just I feel the same about LA too. Like the communities here, um, they're just so like connected and they just have so much love and support um, for each other. And it's really beautiful to see. Yes. Oh my God. I think music itself is mm-hmm. something that's joined us together. Yeah. Like we've done so many events together, festivals. <laughs> you're my fucking soulmate. You're my fucking soulmate. <laughs> um, Coachella, Outside Lands, like these DJs. I think they're just so fun and like I feel like that's really what life is about. It's just like connection, and just okay. really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're here for such limited time that I don't know. I think also with the way you know BIPOCs mm-hmm. have been you know sent in this world. Yeah. Um, where it's like exploitation labor and stuff like that like those moments of joy really is radical i agree um i agree so so much it's it's crazy where we weren't really allowed you know to really take a pause and just enjoy living because we've always been you know so we're like exploited (laughs) it's really (laughs) that bottom line when it comes down to it (laughs) The bottom, the, bottom line. Line <laughs> the bottom line is. Yeah, I think um, joy is something I've recently started to center my life around. Um, and it's it's crazy, too, because when you look at, you know, your whole life, you're like, wait, um, maybe you felt like guilty for taking a moment and just enjoying something and just making time for to do something you love, you know? And that's something I, I really value now, um, finding a good balance between you know, hustling, like working hard, you're doing what you got to do, like learning, doing a good job at like what you do. Um, but making sure that you still have, um, a healthy lifestyle, like overall. Yeah. Um, a healthy, like just good livelihood. Livelihood. That brings you joy. So make sure that you can like just really appreciate life and for, you know, simple things. 
<laughs> it's a simple thing. It really is. The older I get, I'm like, wait, it's yeah. really that simple. <laughs> it's really that simple. <laughs> um, I'd love to learn more about your background and how that shaped you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of, well, I am also an immigrant. Yes. Yeah, I, come, I was born in Mexico City and we moved here to Southeast LA when I was four. This is like 2004. And I just remember growing up, I was like very active and um, my family was just, they always kind of pushed me to, to do my best in everything I did, you know, and I had different interests. So I was like in gymnast, gymnastics for a while and like I really I've always tried to stay active. And I think um, to this day, I, I really try to incorporate like physical, <laughs> physical and like really just like a healthy lifestyle where I get to like expand my energy. Um, but yeah, growing up, like my parents were always like very supportive, um, luckily. And I also have a brother and we were always, um, my parents really highlighted you know, like, friendship and, like, family's, like, important without them. Like, you really, really have a difficult time just, like, dealing with your day-to-day, you know? So it's, like, making sure that you're um, making time for your loved ones and staying true to yourself, too, because if you're not true to yourself, then it's very hard to navigate. Um, and then you end up having just, like, an identity crisis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, like, I think, too... Um, Growing up, my parents were just emphasized hard work, um, you know, as any immigrant parent would. Yeah, but, I know what you mean. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but I, something I learned from just watching them work so hard is that it's okay to take time and, like, take breaks. Did you find that for yourself? Yes. Yes, I did. Um, because if you don't take a break, like, you're, you're not... You will end up, like, I don't know, like, physically like your body will just like burn out. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's important to kind of learn to find that balance for yourself in your twenties. Um, because if not, you'll end up like older and you're like, wait, like Goals I feel unfulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh um, my gosh. Yeah. So growing up, um, you know, thankfully I saw both my parents and I cherish them a lot. Um, they're always there for me when I need them. And especially my dad, shout out to my dad. Him and I are super close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can tell him anything, and he's always there for me. I love that. I definitely resonate with that hard work. Um, just, like, excellence, you know? Mm-hmm. That's required um, <laughs> yeah. and conditioned for, I think, a lot of immigrants as well. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, navigating through America, we we came here with a dollar dream and a denim skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on the denim skirt. Emphasis on the denim skirt. <laughs> the Levi, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, but so important, you know, like, mm-hmm. I think that's really the sort of mentality that is going to garner success is hard work because came here with nothing and really building the life here is going to take us hard work, hard work. <laughs> <laughs> like really, um, taking on the opportunities that my parents has given me mm-hmm. and continue to do that for us. And then still finding ways to serve community as well. Yeah. Um, just knowing just how unfair this world could be and how unequal and like all these issues that are, they exist. And I, you know, really want to be part of the solution as well. There's a lot of, I feel like the <laughs> 20s, there's a lot of balancing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of balancing. Yeah. You know, sometimes it feels like 
the future for us is a little bit like cloudy. Like I guess for, you know, <laughs> for like everything that's happened in the past couple of years. But I do, um, I do agree with you. I do want to be part of just making this world a better place. And I think with that starts being more compassionate. Just any chance you have to be more compassionate um, and be kind. It just goes such a long way. It goes such a long way. Oh, man. I appreciate kindness so much. Yeah. And, yeah, like, it'll just... Well, like, one act of kindness in my day-to-day, like, will be, like, whoa. Like, I'll feel like, yeah, there's hope. There's hope. <laughs> like, and, like, yeah, and just... It's kind of like a domino effect, too. Yeah. The vibes... It affects the whole vibes of the community. Mm-hmm. Giving and... And by giving, I mean, like, just giving your time, um, giving words, words of affirmation to, to those you love and care for and checking in. I think once you're like strengthening, you know, being a better person, you kind of extend that to the community and then that just goes on, you know, like to the system really. Yeah. I know you're reading bell hooks all about love. What are you learning? Ooh. <laughs> um, I'm reading spicy. that. I, I did. I'm like a few pages in cause it's a pretty, uh, heavy book. Yeah. It, yeah, she talks about how um, we're kind of fed this idea that love is something like magical and whimsical and it's a spur of the moment, you know, as we see in TV and movies. Um, but it's really, I think she, she mentioned that she also read a, a book that defined it as the, the will to extend oneself for the... For like nurturing the other person's spiritual growth and that's the first time I ever read the definition of love like that and it really made me question like wow um there are multiple there are just multiple facets of like showing love and like receiving love I don't know I think love sometimes we like confuse we we think of love as just romantic love but in reality it's just it's so it's it's just in every interaction with anybody really not anybody but you know our friends or family members um love is giving dollar <laughs> bill to someone asking for it yes exactly um, love is giving your friend a ride to the airport yeah love is making cookies for your friend because they mentioned oh they they really like sugar cookies <laughs> like, you know just really like being thoughtful and just going out of your way to nurture someone's spiritual growth and yes. spiritual growth is really just like Wow. What is spiritual growth, Dan? <laughs> what is spiritual growth? I think it's fostering a connection mm-hmm. um, and really tapping into, con- yeah, like love. I think love is the answer. <laughs> I think the Beatles were right when they said, <laughs> all you need is love. All you need is love. Oh my gosh. Um, so, I don't know, like one year out, mm-hmm. how have you come to build your life? Like, what did you take away from your time at college how has like the past year ish been like wow i think the past year has really just been um me trying to be mindful of um and intentional of you know my time and my abilities so i mean time flies really like i blinked and it's like it's been a year and a half since we graduated yeah and i've just been staying busy and at the same time, I've really just tried to absorb everything because it's easy to kind of go on autopilot when you're like 
working every day. Um, but it's just really, as the past couple of months, I've really tried to be more mindful about my actions. So my hobbies, for example, um, like roller skating, um, I try to make time for it, you know, when I can, um, after work <laughs> and yeah, like it's really easy to, to kind of like form a routine based off of like your nine to five type. Um, but I think for me, I did notice myself going on autopilot <laughs> yes. earlier in the year and it was just kind of like, you know, everything was going on. Um, it was sort of easy to just like not really dissociate, but in a, in a sense, just kind of like go through the motions, you know? And as of recent, I think the past couple, like two, three months, ever since I injured my arm, <laughs> I've just been more um, mindful about my actions, like in skating too, where I'm like, well, I didn't think I could get like injured and boom, like just like that, like, just like I, that. I just like fractured my arm <laughs> <laughs> and that really put things into perspective because before, you know, in college, I, um, I did, I, I feel like I took my health for my physical health for, for granted. Yes. <laughs> I was, I was always counting on just being like young and like kind of like not invincible, but I just didn't have to worry about um, my physical health. And then this, I think this year really put things into perspective in that sense. Yeah, I totally agree. I kind of want to what you said about, like, going on autopilot. Mm-hmm. I feel like when do we become trapped in the monotony of a 9 to 5 and sort of just, like, the repetitive nature of it, it can just feel really uninspiring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think just, like, learning, like, you know, like, free roller skating, how that's brought you joy. Mm-hmm. And just finding those things that make you happy and just, like, you know, make life just so much more rewarding and fruitful and colorful. Yeah. Makes it so much more worth it like each day makes it so much more worth it yeah i mean what to you you know your day-to-day life um how do you find joy oh (laughs) oh my god um (laughs) i think that i find joy i mean my nine to five outside of my nine to five i feel like during the week days i'm pretty i I love fitness i love Mm -hmm. lifting i love moving my body i love movement i love like Rock climbing, yoga, plot, like all those things. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. The serotonin after, I'm just like, ooh, after yeah. sweat. <laughs> I'm just like, ooh, I just feel so good. Life is worth living. The world is colorful again. That's definitely bringing me joy. And I think this also, within that sort of just like working on myself, solitude, growth, those are really, I think those are so important for my personal growth as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see myself like growing physically, mentally, spiritually emotionally financially i love that yeah (laughs) so fruitful (laughs) it's fruitful and then what i want to kind of add to that is just the moments of joy with the people i care about makes life so magical there's just so much that i learn from you know spending time with other people that i care about um that it's really indescribable to me Mm-hmm. to me <laughs> wow yeah i love that i think it's good to have a uh, multiple sort of avenues of finding joy yeah um, like physically um it's always good to have like sort of like i guess like you said rock climbing um lifting for me it's definitely um <laughs> it's definitely roller skating and i think it's gonna be i'm adding running 
running to my, for yeah. your half marathon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and like you said, just making time for the people you love. That's yeah. always gonna like bring just such happiness and like gratitude towards any like every time I spend every moment I spend with someone I love. It's just I'm eternally grateful. Yes, and to <laughs> me, joy is us pre gaming and hobbies Tesla. <laughs> Literally. No, because I mean, it was so beautiful. We were listening to... Barbiana? Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks, yeah. That's like joy. No, seriously. Like the moments we could just like share laughter together, that's just like, it heals me. Yes. Like... Joy is us like six-way dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Joy is tipping that hot dude from Riho, that dancer. Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) Just, just, I think dancing too. Dance. Oh, I love dancing. I mean, we're both like... Music festival, concerts, like rave. We're seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we spent our time, um, our fair amount of time dancing in the desert. <laughs> oh my God. And it's just every time, you know, every trip we, we make to, you know, Coachella or like any festival, any show, like tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, us tonight. <laughs> um, Peggy Goo. Like, I just know it's going to be like a beautiful time together, you know? Yeah. Aww. Oh my, my heart. God. Yeah, my heart. <laughs> um, well, what matters to you now? Wow. I actually wrote some notes about this. <laughs> okay, what matters to me now really is learning. Learning um, as much as I can in my, you know, my job and just learning about myself. Learning what I like, what I don't like. And making, um, just being more patient and not being so hard on myself because I make mistakes sometimes (laughs) you know we're human and I think having compassion for others starts just you know having compassion for yourself and what matters to me now is definitely listening to my body and my feelings um listening to my intuition it's just never I've never I can always count on it you know yeah to guide me (laughs) your intuition is guidance yeah internal guidance Mm -hmm. and I think also Keeping myself accountable. Yes. Like, sometimes it's it's you have to be so real with yourself. BFFR. <laughs> exactly. Exactly that. <laughs> um, and sometimes it's hard to have conversations with others and with yourself too. And keep like, accountability is just really important to me now because you know I spend since I live alone. I'm like, well, who's gonna keep me accountable for waking up on time? Me. <laughs> yeah. And I just I'm working towards just building better accountability for myself and also just kind of doing everything with love um and joy yes and just being so so grateful because i think with um attitude of gratitude is a real saying attitude of gratitude <laughs> yeah per oh my gosh well what are you grateful for what are three things you're grateful for three things i'm grateful for one um is you. Aw, <laughs> I was going to say that. Being able to just, you know, be on your podcast is amazing. Like, we're really sharing a piece of our brain, a piece of our mind here. And, you know, like, I listen to your podcast. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I always learn something. I always take away from some something from um, you or your guests. And it's really cool to be able to, like, be in this space <laughs> together. Um, so thank you. <laughs> thank Aww. you a lot. Number two, I'm just really grateful for the moment like being able to to kind of um physically be okay you know feel good 
and it's like we went on a run yesterday and I'm just really grateful for even being able-bodied yes I think just even like getting injured really put that into perspective so differently for me yeah so to the point where I'm like yeah I'm so grateful that like my body can heal yes <laughs> just wow <laughs> and number three I'm grateful for I'm just grateful for having somebody I can reach out to in a time of need yeah. support system oh my gosh you know whether Especially that be like a parent or a friend or you know lover lover just, <laughs> it's great I feel just so lucky for that because I know it's you know not everybody has that and like I'm just really really thankful for that oh yeah I want to add to that is I feel like as we navigate through adulthood when we realize like oh shit like we don't have to go through this alone mm-hmm. and our support system is really so important yeah without it we're really like lost <laughs> we're lost we're figuring yeah. it out <laughs> yeah oh. i think it's it's sometimes like we by default we will complicate our situation mm-hmm. and we really have to learn like growing up too in your in this era is like kind of unlearning things that felt safe at some point what and, are you learning i'm learning that it's it's good to reach out to to just friends sometimes you oh, might think yes. that like you're being a burden or they don't have time but in reality like a real friend just will make time and you know we'll we'll just share um share like that love you need together you know just i think now i'm learning the importance of um connection too like it's so so important especially like since i spent so much time alone <laughs> in this like studio i'm like wait i am so grateful for even just being able to like hang out with my friends when i when i do get to see them especially everyone's so busy too Oh, so yes. like oh, it makes it that much more special i know exactly what you mean like we're all kind of doing our things now mm-hmm. and so just like whenever we can all come together oh. and like just share these like beautiful moments yeah it's mm-hmm. so good the tea is always so hot scalding <laughs> <laughs> scalding <laughs> oh my gosh um well what are, what, what are you going through at this very moment right now right now i think um work is definitely like oh my god busy, girl. you know busy busy and I, I do um have to uh prioritize that you know um but that's okay because i know what i have to do and you know that i'll do it um but i think outside of that um i want to continue like challenging myself in like roller skating yeah and yeah and i want to also um continue to boundaries too Ooh. boundaries setting boundaries um and actually upholding those boundaries yes i think boundaries only serve to help our relationships yeah yeah and then you know like the other day i think you, you ended up saying something that like when you say no to someone it means saying yes to yourself sometimes and vice versa yeah um and i think it's it's as growing up i was kind of more of like a people pleaser ah um, not so much towards, like, not people pleaser, but more so, um, like, I was like, yeah, like, I, I would rather say yes than, which is technically a people pleaser, right? Yeah, wait, do you think it stems from, like, your conditioning growing up being a woman and being BIPOC? I think so, for sure. I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to upset anybody. I don't so want to I'm upset just going to go with it. <laughs> and I think now I'm, like, kind of, um, looking at the ways that's impacted my Jeez, even my communication skills. 
Yeah. It's a big, big thing now. I'm like, whew, well, I, I just want to be able to be as open and communicative as possible. And if, and clear and concise too, because I don't want to like, you know, I just want people, I just want to be like heard when I'm, you know, expressing my needs and desires. And I just want that mutual, um, sort of respect to always like be there with whoever I'm kind of, you know, conversing with or a friend, um, family member or whatever. Yeah. Like being present. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I love that so much. <laughs> I think that, yeah, I think that we, those boundaries really help mm-hmm. us with our relationships and I don't know, like I feel like if you sort of like relinquish those boundaries and then you sacrifice a piece of yourself yeah. that you didn't really need to or it just maybe you didn't want to. Yeah, and it, it's funny too when you when you do that, when you relinquish those boundaries. Um, I'm I don't know if you can relate to this, but I I found myself I I feel like I form this like resentment. Yeah. And then it feels like I'm like it feels like I kind of end up just prolonging the work for myself, you know. Yes. <laughs> Resentment's not a good feeling either, so. I know it's interesting. Like I talk to a lot of my friends kind of around our age and I think boundary, like understanding boundaries has become like such a huge yeah. conversation point and topic. It is. And I think because when we're younger, we, I mean, our parents just didn't consciously teach us about those boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's okay. It's okay. And now we can do the work, you know? Yeah. I feel like this part, <laughs> that's such a big part of like being out is like doing the damn work. Yeah. And Figuring out, like, what works for you. Yes. Because what works for you may not work for um, someone else, and that's fine. Yeah. Because it's really, like, a self-journey. <laughs> I totally agree. Oh. Totally agree. Okay. So, when you're out, future, well, sure. where do you want to go? What are you working towards at this moment? I think I want to continue to learn as much as I can about um like music supervision Ooh, yeah. I love how specific that is <laughs> yeah. like i love that you know i really do i just um i'm, I'm still like in the early stages I'm, I'm learning and i have you know aspirations to learn more about different types of um forms like tv shows and i want to eventually um supervise like maybe like an indie film. Ooh. But I think that's like, those are long-term goals. So for now, I'm just really learning as much as I can about the um, sector and just going with going with the flow and keep trying to um, also be very, keep myself inspired because at the end of the day, like it's really about being able to find new artists, find what works for a specific project. And... I think, you know, it's funny because sometimes I'll get a little bit overwhelmed by, like, consuming media. Wow. <laughs> but I, you know, that's just a reminder. I just, I'll just have to take a little break. But I think part of my job is, or part of what I want to keep doing is finding um, new artists and, like, new new movies, new TV shows that I like and sort of studying what the music supervisors um, do on that specific show and just kind of learn from that. I love that so much. I think especially like the industry you're in, which is entertainment um, and media, 
like it's really a conversation with culture and like mm-hmm. the ever perpetual movement of <laughs> conversation of just people art media and i love that part of that means being inspired uh, as well and just being kind of like keeping that pulse mm-hmm. on the culture yeah so exciting no seriously i i really always been inspired by by that you know by the culture that's that's shown in in tv and movies and and music that's really what like inspires me to this day and i'm always finding something that i like and sometimes i'll find something that's like older yeah and and i'm like inspired by that and how that can kind of like uh, blend into today's you know like (laughs) uh, culture and it's it's very cool to kind of see like different um different pop culture moments that like resurface yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> is there any favorite movies that you have that just or like any soundtracks that you're like ooh, this one yeah you know it's funny i've always um been inspired by the the great gatsby soundtrack no way yeah like, it's, a Baz, it's a baz lerman um yeah he's baz lerman yeah he composed the music and I've, also the interstellar soundtrack oh yeah um, i've always been very inspired by those those are composers, though they they compose music for the, um, for the um, movies. But yeah, I've just also the Insecure soundtrack. Oh, I love <laughs> Insecure is such a good show. Yeah, like probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Isn't it so relevant? Oh, it's so relevant. I think just the celebration of like Black joy and culture, you know, written written by. You know, Issa Rae. Issa. Her. Miss Issa. She's so brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and just sort of like the diverse creators out there who really like speak on their culture and just create compelling media. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I watched Insecure, it was about a year ago. Like I binged it. <laughs> oh, so good. Me too. Yeah. And I remember I was going through something at that time and watching, you know, Insecure felt like such a blanket and i felt so seen i was like wait this is a universal experience yeah and i just felt like almost like it's gonna be okay you know like it's, it's gonna, gonna be okay that's i just have to feel it out and it's gonna be okay that's what the show's about right mm-hmm. it's like it's gonna be okay yeah and it's cool like i think the title is called insecure and like wait i think i'm also working on like how to be more secure yeah. <laughs> and less insecure <laughs> yes it's just it's a journey <laughs> i was so gagged when you find out like they're from stanford i know i mean it's really cool that episode where they go back to stanford for their little like 10 year reunion or something yeah you just like see how far they've come and like how they're just even navigating through adulthood yeah and it, it's interesting how in the beginning isa isa's like introduces like you know she's working um in nonprofit in a nonprofit you know and then she kind of doesn't her interests change you know and she kind of marries her love for the community and like event planning music Ooh, it's kind of you it's like <laughs> it's so cool to see that like you know she's in her late 20s and i think we're kind of pressured yes. into being like okay we're we're like have a stable career at 25 <laughs> you know, like 23 <laughs> yeah. Like twenty. It's like no, that's really not how it. That's not how it is. That's not how it is. Not not in this economy. And this economy. Oh my god! It's, being a Gen Z, like in this world, is like nuts. It's wild to me. It is. It really is, and. I'm just like my heart goes out to all your Gen Z brothers. My heart goes. 
Oh my gosh, we are brave. They're, they're brave. They're quirked up. <laughs> and yeah. Oh yeah, and <sighs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm that. taking a moment to pause. I'm like, yeah, um, yeah, we're really doing the damn thing. A moment of silence for Gen Z. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's I'm just doing the damn thing. <laughs> um, oh, that is so amazing. Well, I had such a great time with you making this episode i feel like i I don't know i just whenever these episodes i feel like i just really get to learn about the person i'm talking to and just like sort of who they are and just what makes them move yeah um and it's so amazing to hear because you know we met we met each other through like or we just have bonded so much over like music and like art and stuff like that and it's just so cool to like see how that's translated in the different parts of your life as well Mm -hmm. and just sort of the passion you have behind like in those different parts of your lives as well dan i i'm so happy i met you oh my god (laughs) like you're such an inspiring individual and you really care about um, your community and your friends and everyone around you and it's it's just inspiring and you know like earlier when i mentioned the definition of of love in bell hooks is all about love i think you're um it's one example for sure like you're the type of <laughs> you're that person. I'm beaming. Like you, I can definitely say you um, impacted my spiritual growth positively. Wow! <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, same. You know, Aww. like this is love. Love is making a podcast. <laughs> love <laughs> is making ideas. a podcast before Peggy Goo. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for that lovely sentiment. I am incredibly grateful for our friendship. Oh. Thank you so, so much. I'm also grateful for our friendship. And it's really an honor to be on your podcast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my first podcast ever. <laughs> I, very, very honored. It's honestly my honor. It's my Stop. honor. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing this beautiful moment with me. Danny, LA baddie. Dan. Oh. <laughs> ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Ooh, ciao, ciao.